It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. at Utah's news station. I'm Lindsay Ayers, KSL's top local story this hour. A man is severely burned and in critical condition after he claims to have tripped into a thermal pool near Old Faithful at Yellowstone National Park. KSL News Radio's Nick Wyatt reports authorities believe the man may have been drunk. The man was taken to a hospital in West Yellowstone after climbing his way out of a 150 degree hot spring near Old Faithful. The 48 year old says he fell into the pool, but park rangers said they found a beer can as well as one of his shoes nearby. The man might be facing charges after leaving the hospital since it's illegal to step off the boardwalk around the geyser. Nearly two dozen people have died from hot spring-related injuries and in and around Yellowstone since 1890. KSL's top national story this hour from ABC News. A new study says eating red meat might not be that bad for you. ABC's Scott Goldberg reports. The research published in the Annals of Internal Medicine questions the wisdom of telling people not to eat too much red meat. An international team of scientists found the link to cancer and heart disease from red and processed meat is weak. They're not saying you should eat more of it. They're just saying the risks appear to be very small. So if you enjoy meat, cutting back might not bring you much benefit. If nothing else, this information might be evidence that when it comes to health studies, if you wait long enough, another study will probably come along contradicting something you thought you knew. Scott Goldberg, ABC News. Your money at this moment, a slow start to October. The Dow is down 343 points. The S&P down 36. The Nasdaq has closed down at 90. KSL News Radio. We get warmer in a couple days. We'll check your KSL weather forecast next. Today's the day. A great big report was uh, dropped about homelessness here in the great state of Utah. And as I was uh, reading through the executive summary, uh, we killed uh, several trees printing this thing out. So I obviously haven't read it cover to cover. But it was interesting to see some of the things that uh, have occurred. We're making a little progress, at least from my very quick uh, cursory glance at all of this. And it looks like a decrease of 2.7% in the number of people counted as literally homeless, homeless in situations. They call it a point in time, a PIT. And then there are several other things. Uh, nine out of every 10,000 people in the state were experiencing homelessness on the night of the point in time. This rate has decreased since 2015 from 10 out of 10,000 people. Individuals accessing emergency shelter or transitional housing, uh, less than a half of uh, an increase of a less than a half of percent compared to the previous year. It's a statewide issue, and this is underscored in the executive summary. Indeed, a statewide issue. However, this got my attention. I had kind of assumed this was the case, but didn't really know what the number is. They say approximately 66% of homeless individuals were found in Salt Lake County 
continuum of care. 26% in the balance of the state and 7% in the mountain land area continuum of care. So I thought, well, you know, we need to talk with uh, Salt Lake County. We've put several phone calls out on this. Tomorrow, Mayor Wilson will be joining us on the program. We really appreciate her being willing uh, to chat with us. And today, I'm very grateful that the director of programs, and partnership in Salt Lake County right there in the mayor's office. Uh, Catherine Fife is on the line with us right now to give us just a, a quick glance at this and what she has seen in this report. And thank you, Catherine, for joining us here on Inside Sources. Yes, well, thank you for having me, Doug, and thank you for bringing light to this really important topic. I think that homelessness issues, you know, like you said, are a statewide issue, and so many um, individuals across the state, um, it touches them, whether they know somebody who, you know, is at risk of losing their housing or their homes or have known somebody who has experienced homelessness or, you know, has helped, um, uh, you know, seen somebody on the street or supported one of our many, you know, wonderful nonprofits that are working so hard to serve those who are experiencing homelessness. So thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And it, it is interesting to see the all hands on deck attitude that we have uh, developed over the last several years here in the state of Utah, because there are so many different entities that are involved, governmental entities, private and enter- enterprises, uh, different organizations, community councils, all kinds of things. And over the last little while, and again, and I have no statistics to back this up, but I've worked in this part of downtown Salt Lake City the, the majority of my life. And, mm-hmm. there, you know, I've seen some of those ebbs and flows. And right now, th- this is just the kind of put your finger in the air, see where the wind is blowing type thing. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that things really are better. I saw a report out of Los Angeles this morning. And there are those in the Los Angeles governmental uh, organiza- organizations, government itself, that are saying we need to declare a state of emergency about the homelessness and some of the things that they were showing on the screen. I think I, I caught that on Fox News a little earlier, although it might have been on CNN. And it was appalling. And even the worst of what I've seen in Salt Lake City was nothing compared to L.A. and San Francisco. So I, at least yeah. it seems we're on the right track. Yes, I think we are. And, and you, you know, you said it well. There are so many really passionate um, wonderful and really um, experts here in Utah on every level that do know how to address issues um, specific to homelessness and those related to homelessness, such as housing and employment, education, those types of things, health care. And so we are really lucky here in Utah to have so many people who are looking at different areas that intersect with homelessness and are working together, I think, in unprecedented ways to address homelessness. And it, it, it's really impressive me, I historically have not been an expert or involved heavily in, you know, service delivery of homelessness. Um, but I'll tell you what, I have uh, really, really been overwhelmed by the amount of uh, people who are passionate to help others. I mean, you know, Utah is also the most generous state um, in the nation when it comes to volunteering and giving, and that is the same when it comes to seeing individuals who are vulnerable, who are going through a crisis who you know need a roof over their head they're all willing to help in some way and we are leaders in in the nation i think people look to us 
In fact, I went to a national conference to end homelessness a few months ago and, you know, thinking, okay, what can we learn on how we can do an even better job here in Utah? And, you know, every, every little nugget that they sent out, I thought, oh, we're, we're doing that. Yeah. We are, we are working with multiple sectors. You know, we have government agencies working alongside nonprofit, working alongside, you know, public safety, law enforcement, all of those who really, really know, um, really from the ground level up to the policy level, you know, all about homelessness. Um, and it's, it's pretty impressive. You're right. We, we're doing things right here. Many things are, are just beginning to come online, things that were addressed years ago. For example, when all of the effort was going on and the focus was on Pioneer Park, we talked about homeless resource centers. And now we, we have uh, one at uh, 242 West Paramount Avenue. And uh, there are others that are, are happening right now. As these resource centers start to come on board down in the ballpark uh, neighborhood, even though that neighborhood has uh, kind of its own set of problems, there seems to be uh, the, the headline in the Tribune was ballpark neighbors embrace the new homeless resource centers. But all of this still has been on the drawing board and now is just absolutely, uh, you know, coming into physical being. What are you anticipating with what we've talked about and now is coming to fruition? Sure, it's a big shift. Um, we're doing things uh, differently. We've really mixed things up, and it's been a thoughtful, um, really, I mean, a process that has been involved voices um, from all sorts of different perspectives, and, and including those of community councils, just like you said, and that's why, you know, welcoming, and it's it's this education. It's a, hey, these are our neighbors. Hey, these are folks that what we're doing is helping to build community by, by making sure that people are connected with resources in ways that are that are different than have been that have taken place in the past. So, you know, these new resource centers that are coming online, they're smaller than um, what we've seen before in our mer- with emergency shelter. They have more resources available right on site, whether that is uh, access to employment counselors, um, whether it's the access to food directly there, um, access to um, housing. Um, We've, our community has always been housing focused, and that's one of the things we've done right. But even more so, you know, quickly, right when they come in the door, what's your plan to get to housing and making sure that that's um, thread throughout every conversation while they're really staying in emergency shelter for that small uh, period of time. Because, you know, everybody wants folks in their communities to have the resources that they need to be successful, then to have their communities thrive. And that's no different with these resource centers that are coming online as well. We are going to dig deeper into this topic tomorrow. Uh, Mayor Wilson will be joining us, Salt Lake County Mayor. Uh, Just very quickly before we we wrap up this portion of our conversation, you were mentioning to our producer, Robin Garfield, uh, before we went on the air, that a statewide strategic plan is, uh, is out there now and will be released in the next few days. Could you give us just a very quick uh, idea of what we could expect in that plan? Yeah, the State Homeless Coordinating Committee, um, they have worked hard to make sure that all of the resources that the state is putting towards, you know, reducing and ending homelessness are, are efficient and strategic and, and, and data informed. 
And so really that uh, st- statewide strategic plan is speaking to alignment with local communities and our strategies to ending homelessness and, and reducing the time that people experiencing homelessness. But it also ties in with some national strategic plans um, around ending homelessness as well. And I think that speaks to what our state is so great at and it's aligning efforts, working across communities, really utilizing resources most efficiently. And that's what you're going to see in that report. And similarly, you know, Doug, you said it in this executive summary of this homelessness, the annual report on homelessness. You said it is a statewide issue and the statewide strategic plan is speaking to that as well. There are resources here in Salt Lake, in Salt Lake County. There are a large number of uh, individuals experiencing homelessness, but homelessness is not just a Salt Lake County issue. And so how are we working throughout the state to make sure that those individuals who need it most have the resources um, when they need it to make sure they can get back on their feet, get a roof over their head, and make sure they have uh, successful futures ahead. Catherine, we we appreciate your time and uh, your thoughts with us today here on Inside Sources. Catherine Fife is Director of Programs and Partnerships, Salt Lake County. She is in the uh, mayor's office and we'll be talking with the mayor herself tomorrow. And uh, Mayor uh, Wilson will be uh, on Inside Sources. And there will be much to digest. As I mentioned, we uh, printed this out just prior to going on the air and it is uh, quite lengthy. And I had the chance just to look at the executive summary and we'll talk more about that tomorrow on Inside Sources. Stay with us. We're going to wrap up the program in just a couple of minutes. I'm Doug Wright, filling in for the next uh, week or so, and uh, we'll share some of the texts, too, that have come in over the last little while. So stay with us here at KSL News Radio.